0: Glee, ...and you'll find robust real-time discussions on Twitter. What we're seeing now is that Twitter is, in fact, about flocking audiences back to a shared experience, and that usually means a live one, Sladden says. If you're not watching live and reading the comments from friends, your favorite celebrities, and even total strangers via Twitter, you're missing half the show. That flocking mechanism is sending Twitter, which has until recently been in a pristine business-model-free zone, on a pathway to real revenue. Last April, Costolo announced promoted tweets, which let marketers pay to get a tweeted message in front of a wider audience. Promoted trends and accounts have followed, expanding the possibilities for a brand to build a following. A site redesign, rolled out slowly this past fall, opens the door wide. The entire right side of the new Twitter interface, which can integrate pictures and video, is a platform to deliver additional content. Together, these tools are of particular interest to the TV business and its biggest advertisers. Costolo told the assembled marketers at the Interactive Advertising Bureau's MIX conference last September that their colleagues would be spending millions of dollars on Twitter in the very near term. We feel like we've cracked the code on a new form of advertising, he said, and we feel like we've got a hit on our hands. For everyone who has derided Twitter as merely a place to tell people what you're eating, this is a wake-up call. In the age of the DVR, Hulu, and Netflix, Twitter could be TV's killer app, and connecting global audiences who are rediscovering the joy of being part of a live studio audience, albeit digitally, may be Twitter's meal ticket. Twitter is now a form of content, says Sladen, and the world that is rapidly learning to speak in at signs and hashtags is joining the show. By the time I sit down with Williams a few weeks after the VMAs, he has handed off his increasingly dense CEO duties to longtime friend Costolo. Dick's focus is on making the company run. Williams explains, "Operational efficiency is a phrase he likes to use a lot." That's not a phrase I like to use. He pauses, except when referring to Dick. Williams says his job now is to be a product guru, to make sure that Twitter users get the good stuff they're looking for without baking in the sun waiting for something flashy to wander by. There are 90 million tweets a day, and the vast majority you don't care about, he says, but the stuff you do care about we want to get to you. That's a product and technology challenge that we'll be addressing. It's more than just sunscreen. His goal is to make Twitter so utterly awesome, as he puts it, that it increases the amount of things people are willing to do there. Click, share, watch, reveal their location. You don't have to tweet at all, Williams says, adding quickly, though we hope that you do. Twitter will continue to build revenue options by making it easier for marketers to pay and play. How can we take this thing that's organic and enhance a company's ability to talk to their customers with it? Costolo told the audience at Mix. According to Costolo, companies will pay for ever-improving versions of Twitter's ad products. When advertisers buy one of its promoted services, they will get access to a valuable data point that he calls Resonance, an analysis of the effectiveness of a tweet that includes feedback elements such as how many people click on links, reuse hashtags, retweet a post, or mark it as a favorite, or choose to follow a marketer, or conversely, unfollow or block the sender. It's a digital trail that helps marketers learn what works on Twitter. Williams took his first steps in bringing this vision alive this fall with the redesigned twitter.com. On the left side of the page is your personal stream of content, and the right side is both a dashboard of followers and trends, and a content viewer that can host a live stream such as MSNBC's election night coverage. Yet, even with the new design, Twitter's content is often separate from the site on mobile or SMS, says Jeremiah Yang, a partner at the social media analyst firm Altimeter Group. They have to figure out how to make ads exist in all the places they do. What they don't have to worry about is generating demand from media companies and their advertisers. Mike DiLorenzo runs social media marketing and strategy for the NHL, a $2.8 billion enterprise with its own advertiser and sponsor base worth hundreds of millions of dollars and video assets that are priceless to fans. He calls Twitter an information firehose and says it's at the top of his list for his digital marketing plan, specifically because of Sladen and her media team. The truth is all of our clients are asking for an extension on Twitter, he says. We intend to leverage every nook and cranny of their platform, lock, stock, and barrel. You actually drew on the screen? Sladden and Sloan are in hysterics.